0: Good morning, America. This is your host, Mark Dunnigan, and you are listening to The Daily Answer. I want to talk about the topic of sacrifice in this particular episode. Um, No one really or no one really should understand the concept of sacrifice better than a Christian. The reason I say that is because we're familiar with the ultimate sacrifice. And I can't think of a higher sacrifice than the one described in passages like John 3.16, where God himself sacrificed himself for the human race, that God so loved the world uh, that he gave his only begotten son. And of course, other passages would tell us that Jesus, that only begotten son freely gave himself as well, that there was nothing coerced about that particular sacrifice that god comes to this world and enters becomes takes upon himself flesh and endures the pains and aches of living and being born in poverty and then subjects himself to the torture by cruel men and is crucified for our sins not only that but that really puts the depth of our sins in the proper perspective it's I hear so many people talking about their mistakes and, well, I'm only human and nobody's perfect, and it is very easy to downgrade our selfish evil deeds and kind of put them in the category of, well, what should God expect, you know, we're fallible, we're limited, we're finite, almost as if sinning is acceptable or just part of the human experience. And I think it's important to note that there's really no direct correlation between being human and sinning. You know, the angels sinned and they're not human. They don't have a body of flesh, but they are spirits and that's what we are as well. And so be careful about thinking, well, being human means that I'm just going to sin. No, no. Uh, There's nothing that demands that you sin. It's more of an attitude. It's not that circumstances are conspiring against you or that you have a body that was poorly constructed or that God put things in you that it just means that you're going to want to do wrong or end up doing wrong. Nothing demands that. I I think back at the original temptation of Adam and Eve in the garden. I, that, to me, really puts sin maybe in a proper light of God creates a perfect world. You know, a lot of people say, well, why did God just create a perfect world? He did. He put Adam and Eve in a perfect environment, and there was only one restriction, you know. Sometimes people say, well, why don't why don't, couldn't just God Give us like just one rule. Just keep this one, you know, like just don't do this one thing. Well, that's what it was there in the garden. You know, everything's open season for you except that one thing. And yet they transgressed. And that really shows us how inexcusable sin is, that it's not demanded. It's not that, I mean, God put them in perfect circumstances and they still sin. And a lot of times, look at the circumstances that you are in, particularly if you live in America, man, you're in pretty good circumstances. It might not be a Garden of Eden, but it's pretty good. All right. So the principle of sacrifice is a fundamental reality of life. And what I mean by that is that you cannot do everything at once, which means that you have to make some choices, which often demands got to make some sacrifices and here's the thing the best sacrifices are where you sacrifice the present for the future i'm going to sacrifice sacrifice some things in the present to bring about a better future for maybe me my wife my kids the community the church right the nation the world and the second one is that i'm going to sacrifice myself for others. Instead of selfishly wanting to do what I want to do, I'm going to consider others more important than myself at the moment. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3, I think right now their needs are more pressing than my needs. What they're going through means I need to help them and I I need to put some things on the back burner right now yeah, maybe I'd like to do this or that, but that family needs me right now. Maybe they help them move or something like that. I mean, we, we see this early on, such as a a young man goes off to college or into a trade. And so he sacrifices four years or so of his life in order for a better future. So he can provide for a wife and children, be a productive and valuable member of society. Uh, A woman gets married. She has children. Yes, she's very talented, but she decides to stay home with them. She sacrifices her time and freedom to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. And so those are all sacrifices that people make. And someone has observed that the sacrifice most pleasing to God is where you sacrifice yourself. And that's typically the sacrifice that most people want to stay away from. Now, what I mean by that is there's a statement back in the book of Micah, chapter 6. And here we have people being pictured as saying, With what shall I come to the Lord and bow myself before the God on high? Shall I come to him with burnt offerings, with yearling calves? Does the Lord take pleasure? in thousands of rams and 10,000 rivers of oil shall i give him my firstborn for my wrongdoings the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul he has told you o mortal one what is good and what does the lord require of you but to do justice to love kindness to walk humbly with your god or that is give yourself sacrifice yourself and it's interesting it starts with like a I mean, should I, should I offer all these burnt offerings and should I come with like 10,000 rivers of oil? Uh, does God want me to sacrifice my own child? Okay. But those are all things maybe very dear to us, like our own child, but those are all things outside of ourselves. And many people, I think in religion are okay with sacrifices as long as it's something outside themselves, you know, just, Hey, God, tell me, tell me how much to give. And I'll, I'll just give that, or what I need to pay, okay? And tell me like how many times I need to pray, and tell me how many times I need to like show up at some religious service, and just that's fine. Except I don't really want to be told I have to change me, and that I have to sacrifice myself, and but that that's what God really wants at the end of the day. God wants you. God wants your mind and your heart and your will. You know, it's easy to go through life and to make sacrifices. Even even atheists make sacrifices. Even very worldly people are willing to make sacrifices. I mean, athletes will make tremendous, grueling sacrifices for, as Paul noted, just a temporary crown in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. God wants something more deeper than that. God wants you. And at the end of the day, are you going to be willing to give that to God? In First Samuel chapter 15, we see that um, where rebellion is as the sin of divination. It's like witchcraft and idolatry. And then the statement is made, has, has God delight in all these sacrifices as in obeying him? That's what God wants you. God wants you to obey Him, and love Him, and serve Him. You know, Jesus spoke of this when He talked about denying yourself, picking up your cross, and following Him. And really, that should be a natural response to God's great sacrifice for our sins. And I think we see that in Galatians chapter 2.20. That's the way Paul viewed it, is that in light of Jesus' death, when I was baptized in the Christ, I died with Him, And I no longer live for me, I live for Jesus, which means I also live for others as well. Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. So in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, we are told to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Uh, And I think the idea there is an ongoing sacrifice, a never-ending sacrifice where we we lay down our lives and we lay down our bodies and we give of our time and give in our heart every single day that it's and i don't know i, I get tired of being in a culture that it's kind of all about me and me time and my time and self-care and etc and just wallowing in taking care of me the sacrifices that we're supposed to give are ongoing we give of ourselves, and I really like what someone, how someone described Christianity like that. It's where you, res, where you assume the full responsibility for your life, including what you've become and your sins. That's all on you. And secondly, you sacrifice yourself for others. Maybe two of the great cardinal points of being a Christian. And so a couple things come out of this and that is what choice right now would bring about a better future for others and myself. And whatever would bring about a better future for my family and for the neighborhood and the world and the church, that's a sacrifice worth making. The other thing is, are there a number of sacrifices that you're making right now that have nothing to do with what the Bible teaches? They have really nothing to do with godliness, godly living, etc. That's kind of a wasted amount of effort. If you're going to make sacrifices, okay, make sacrifices that stand. That God says those are the sacrifices that you need to make. It's so easy to come up with our own list of things that, well, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to sacrifice that Um, instead of okay, but is that what God wants you to sacrifice? Is that the type of sacrifice that would be pleasing to God? Or just kind of trying to make up your own roles. What do I need to do right now to put the needs of others ahead of my own? And are you aware of the needs of others? Are you aware of the needs of your husband or your wife or your kids or your parents? Are you aware of the needs of your neighbors? I think that's important that we are aware of what other people need right now the encouragement they might need right now, the support they might need right now. Philippians 2, we talked about that. Consider others more important than yourself. To me, people who follow those two principles, what would bring about a better future? What can I sacrifice right now to bring about that better future? Secondly, right now, where do I need to put other people on a priority above me? Okay people who follow those two principles i find create compelling lives worthy of being imitated like the apostle paul who told the corinthians in second corinthians 12:15 that he was willing to you know, spend himself out for them to be expended because of how much he loved them you know in a culture where people are talking so much about victimhood and self-care and i me mine how refreshing the presence of Christians who are all about God and others. Eternity, not to here and now. The good news for believers is that whatever you have or will sacrifice in service to God and others is only going to result in a better you. In my life as a Christian, I have learned that I have gained far more than I've ever had to give up. That whatever I have needed to give up for Jesus, as I look back upon that, it was nothing but dust bunnies. I was just giving up dust bunnies. Not only that, but I think as man realized this, that, you know, the Bible says certainly there are things that you're not supposed to do, okay, behavior you're not supposed to engage yourself in. When you abstain from those things, you're never losing the best thing about you, only the worst thing about you. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer, outside in an RV resort, (laughs) and mowing the grass. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers.